Welcome to All Access Network Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us. You will absolutely love and you're in for a treat for today's guest. Uh, we are on a mission to positively impact the world through sports and culture. We're a multimedia network, we're a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and we also have live shows. Uh, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, you can find us at uh, All Access Network. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, you can find us at All Access underscore net, uh, where we also do some of our live shows uh, along with Facebook at All Access Network. But so excited to have you with us today. Uh, we love for people to be able to write their story, uh, leave their mark, and create their legacy. We're on a mission. We appreciate you joining us. And again, please share, like, and subscribe uh, whenever you get a chance. And stay on this journey with us. It's going to be an awesome ride. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. College basketball heat check. Yes, yes, you know the logo. Uh, my man Eli couldn't join us this evening, but we are excited um, to have a super special guest, associate head coach from Colorado. They have another 20-win season yet again, sneaking below the radar and playing some elite-level basketball. Just had a monster win uh, against the new team, number two team in the country, and they are headed into the Pac-12 tournament playing their best ball. And we look forward to talking to Coach all about it. So we'll bring him in. Hold on, Coach. That's not accurate. All right, now we're good. What up, Coach? How you doing? I'm doing good, Brian. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, super excited to have you, man. So uh, I don't even know where to start, but there's been so much success. I guess let's just start with you linking up with Coach and then you guys taking this job and how you've built this thing. Because I think people sometimes kind of forget how long you guys have done this successful thing. And when you got there, it wasn't necessarily a basketball place. So talk a little bit about that before we talk about this year's team, if you don't mind. Yeah. You know, I think going back those 12 years, you know, I just think coach Boyle was the perfect guy at the right time for, for the job at the university of Colorado. And, you know, it was always a special place for him. You know, he grew up in Greeley. Right. And it was always his dream job, you know, but, um, without a doubt he talked about it all the time you know when when we were assistants at wichita state and and as i knew him before that you know he just thought there was so much potential there so you know this is just it was a great opportunity for him and coach bezdelic you know had some good players in the program you know that the coach was able to re-recruit and keep here and you know 12 years later you know this, this is kind of where we're at you know and sustaining success in college basketball is not an easy thing no. you know, as you know and uh, we've been very fortunate to coach some good guys and you know they talked the other day after we beat utah you know as our you talked about our 20th win it was our ninth you know 20 20 win season in yeah. our you know um, in our 12 years and i think there was 13 total 
in the history of Colorado basketball. So wow. it's kind of an interesting stat there that, wow. you know, um, kind of gives, you know, some, some background to like you were talking about earlier, like, you know, um, coach has done a really good job here, obviously. Yeah. And, and so we'll jump into two things you mentioned coach. So that'll be the second one to talk a little bit about coach. Um, but also this year's team wasn't is younger, much younger. We lost uh, an elite NBA player uh, in McKinley Wright. Uh, so talk about this team and the youth to get to 20 wins. It, it has to feel a little bit because it's not like people thought that this team was a 20-win team. And then what do you think it is that makes Coach, obviously you've been with him for an uh, extreme amount of time and have a great relationship with him. What is it that makes him so good at what he does? Because, again, I think it's an underappreciated gym in college basketball in my opinion that doesn't maybe get it's not a blue blood it's not a traditional name that people associate with basketball but and we'll talk about the pros later but i mean the, the track record speaks for itself so uh share those two things in any order yeah well i'll start with you know our team this year you know uh, we thought this team had a lot of potential even though we were young you know you talked about us losing mckinley but and we lost to sean schwartz we lost you know, Jariah Horn, Dallas Walt. We lost a lot of really good seniors on last year's team, Maddox Daniels as well. And, you know, we're just, a, you know, a big-time team. But we had a lot of good young players, you know, that maybe didn't get a play as much last year and kind of waited their turn. And, you know, we were really excited about our freshman class. And so, you know, we felt like this team had a lot of potential. We thought naturally we, we might, you know, struggle a little bit early, Um but sometimes, you know, young teams, you know, if, if they play, you know, and they get on the court, you know, they, they grow pretty fast through through opportunity. And so, you know, I, I think we thought this team had a lot of potential, you know, as we got going early in the season, we knew we'd have some some rough stretches. And then obviously when we hit some injury bug there, we, you know, the alarm started going off a little bit more. But, you know, just a team that's, you know, a very connected group you know, great kids in that locker room. So, you know, when adversity hits, you know, you can withstand some of that adversity a little bit and, and kids are resilient. So we got a great locker room. we got great leadership from, from our seniors, you know, particularly Evan Batty, who's, who's as good a leader as I've ever coached. So, you know, those things gave, you know, gave this team the potential to, to definitely win 20 games. And I think we still have a little bit more in us. You know, you alluded to Coach Boyle a little bit. There's so many qualities with, with Coach Boyle, you know, that that make him a winner. You know, he's just, um, you know, he's obviously a really good basketball coach because um, you, you're just not going to have success if you can't X and O a little bit. But, you know, that's that's probably, even if you asked him, you know, that, that may not even be what he would say is his strength. I think he's just a great leader. You know, people follow him. Uh, people play, you know, the guys play hard for him. He has a really good balance of knowing how to press them a little bit and get the most out of them. But he also has, you know, that ability to connect with, with guys and just a, you know, very classy, intelligent guy, you know, which, which I think is you know, very important, you know, he's just like he's, you know, a big CEO of, of, of Colorado basketball. And, uh, you know, so a lot of qualities that he brings to the table and, we talked a little bit earlier about this being his dream job. I mean, passionate every day, yep. you know, obviously day one, I was with him that first year, 
you're always going to have a little bit more passion, right? It's, it, you're right. just getting started, but I'm telling you what, like you wouldn't think this was year 12 with, yeah. you know, his passion is the same. His intensity is the same. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's a fun thing to be a part of. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been to practice. The so two things you mentioned that I wanted to highlight too, Evan Batty, I could tell my first day at practice and I had never, I, I don't remember particularly paying in-depth attention to Colorado last year. I knew um, the young man from Beaumont, I'm drawing a blank on it, Parquet, Elijah. Yeah, yeah. And I knew uh, McKinley just from him being a name, that, a dynamic player, and watching those two guys. But I didn't really pay attention to the whole at that time. And so I go into practice, and I just remember thinking, like, this guy right here is special as far as leadership. I, and I've been in a lot of practices myself from coaching – and then just observing and like he stood out as an outlier as far as his ability to lead. So we're going to talk about him for sure. But uh, there's a part about coach too in practice where his expectation is very high is <laughs> his demand. He's not afraid to hold people to that because he wants greatness, but uh, he loves to teach the game. It's so obvious. Like he loves to teach the game and to make sure that players understand like exactly what Colorado basketball is, which I thought that is so important because you need clarity to in order to have that consistency and that comes from him. And you could tell like it doesn't matter what class or whatever that is, because I do think there's a part of development that coach sees something. And if you embrace kind of that CU, he embraces you. And then that it allows you those these players to take off that maybe people didn't think was going to be a 21 team. So I'm kind of taking – some of that and running with it, but Evan Batty, share a little bit about him if you don't mind. Um, and then the part will go next after that is I'm curious for people to know your story, how you even got to where you are in this journey too, because you play a very important role in this whole thing too. Yeah. Well, Evan Batty, I could talk about Evan Batty for, for the rest of the night. You know, he's <laughs> anytime you get a coach, a player for five years, you know, um, Evan came here as a um, academic redshirt uh, his freshman year. He was in the same class with McKinley, Deshaun Schwartz, Tyler Bay. You know, those four guys were like the best of friends. You know, they were brothers, right, from day one. Which was real quick to jump in. That was an awesome video that you guys played on senior night. And, and I, I want to allude to that because on senior night, you guys beat the number two team in the country. Arizona and for him to have a senior night and win that and lead the team to win that game is so fitting. It felt like for his career. And again, I'm coming at the tail end, but it felt like the perfect storybook ending to a, to a career for a guy who just embodies everything that this program is about. So I wanted to mention that because I thought that that class he came in with that, that video was really nice. It was cool. And uh, you know, that was, that was very heartfelt from all of them. Yep. You know, and, and not a lot of people know, you know, how close those guys are unless you're really connected to, to the team. Right. And, and you know that they came in in that same class. So, so that was really cool. And, yeah, he's like the mayor here, you know. He's, yeah. he's so much, you know, Coach did an interview the other day, and he's, he's spot on. Like, Evan is so much more than just a basketball player. Like, he's been on all kinds of committees and, and different things outside of basketball. And – you know, our fans have, have really grown attached to him, mostly because he's just very passionate, you know, about 
not only playing basketball, but he's passionate about playing for the University of Colorado and he's passionate about his teammates. And that's kind of a rare quality sometimes in, in today's day and age. But, you know, just one of the most special kids you'll ever coach. We had a great senior class again this year, you know, with Eli Parquet. Unfortunately, Eli, you know, hurt his foot and, and had to have surgery and, and Bennon and Wills, a really good class. And there was not a better way for them to go out. And, and it was a fitting end to, to what you would want, you know, his their senior night and his maybe in particular, just because he did, he was here five years. He sacrificed, right. you know, his, his freshman year. He actually had a stroke. Not a lot. Most people around wow. here know that Evan had a stroke wow. his freshman year when he was red shirting and wasn't sure he was ever going to play again. And, uh, you know, I had to go through, you know, a lot after Christmas. Um, he had it like right before, right before Christmas, actually, when he was back home in California over the break and, had to do a lot of speech therapy and, you know, a lot of testing to try to figure out, you know, maybe what it was. And there was a point in time there where, you know, he was maybe unsure if he was going to ever play again, but, you know, he was, he was a resilient kid and, you know, uh, luckily, and, you know, through faith, you know, the, the, the kid, you know, has gotten to this point. So his story is, you know, for Buff fans is a little unique and um, adds a little, you know, a little more, you know, I guess drama to it, um, right? And uh, um, people are just very heartfelt about what he's given to this place. So, unbelievable kid. You get five years with him. You know, wish it could be every year. He'll probably come back. He told everybody senior now he's going to come back and be the head coach. So maybe I'll be heard, coaching for him that. someday and trying to help him. But he'll be able to do it. Um, and uh, just just a special kid, special family. We knew it from day one when we recruited him. He was our guy. We knew we had to get him. And uh, he's he's just been special ever since. Yeah, the day I came to practice, I could tell he not only did he just uh, have a sense of wearing Colorado like it meant a lot to him. He was so invested and so in tune. But his communication about what was going on, <laughs> he very coach like, you know, oh, yes. very not only just like, hey, this play is this, this but like time, feel. Uh, mood of practice, where coaches at during, uh, you know, I always like to watch during water breaks, like what are you guys doing? Some guys go in their own world. Some guys kind of just like joke and play. He was trying to find ways to touch guys to make them better. Uh, he just has an it. You can't teach that type of stuff. So uh, no. very, very, very cool to see. And uh, he plays with so much passion. You almost have no choice but to be a part of that, you know, and he smiles and he has this personality. So yeah, super cool. Uh, share, share with, uh, share with us how you got into coaching, how you got connected to coach Boyle. And obviously uh, the program is a lot of ball, but your role is as important as any as the right-hand man to coach. So just talk a little bit about that if you don't mind. Yeah. You know, my, I always, knew when I was young, I was probably going to be a coach. You know, I was a sports fanatic. I grew up in a small town where, you know, you played every sport and, you know, I was just passionate about every sport I played and all my coaches when I was in junior and I, junior high and high school just always said, Hey man, you, you're going to be a coach someday. Like, and at the time, you know, I really didn't think about it. You know, you're just right. having fun and playing and, and, uh, you know, once I got to college, you know, I, I studied education and, and knew that's probably the route I was going to go. Right, because I definitely didn't want to go back to Northwest Kansas and and work on a farm or anything like that. 
um, when I was like I did when I was growing up. So, you know, I kind of always just had it in my blood, so to speak. And, um, you know, it's just very fortunate. You know, I'm a little different because I've, you know, I've coached a lot of different levels. Yep. You know, you may not know I, I coached NAI basketball. I've coached Division two. I was a junior college coach um, for eight years. And, you know, obviously then I've been fortunate to be at some really good universities in Wichita State and Texas A&M. And Coach Boyle and I got, you know, um, hooked up through uh, a mutual friend, uh, a really good friend that he went to college with actually at the University of Kansas uh, is from my hometown. And so that's kind of how I initially got to know Coach Boyle and then when I was coaching in junior college, he, he was, you know, working at Oregon. Then he was at Jacksonville State and he recruited some of my players. And so we just struck up a little bit of a, of a relationship there. And I just got really lucky. I was a head coach at a junior college and uh, Mark Turgeon became the head coach at Wichita State. And uh, I was just lucky enough that, you know, he brought me on staff with them. And so Coach Bull and I and John Prelo, who was on our staff here as well, we were the three assistants at Wichita State with Mark Turgeon. And then obviously Coach Boyle left and got the head job at UNC Greeley in his hometown. And I uh, went to Texas A&M. And when Coach Boyle got the job here, you know, Jean Prelo and myself, you know, Coach Boyle asked us if we'd join his staff. And, you know, we, we were excited about doing it because, you know, yeah. we, we believed in him and we knew he could do a great job here. And uh, he believed in us. And anytime somebody believes in you, you know, it's uh, – powerful things so you know been doing it for a long time and uh you know i love it to this day yeah no doubt what's what is it that makes you i mean you get pretty fueled up about this basketball thing coach and and a lot of people that are in it do but i don't know there's some some passion sticks out more than others for me at least and there's kind of this maybe because of the levels that you've been at that kind of shows this uh, humble beginnings and this, mm-hmm. like, I love this game, no matter if it's the biggest game and we're playing on television against Arizona, UCLA, Oregon, or if it's in this small cracker box gym in wherever America coaching junior college. So what is it that you love? You think that's your kind of your why in this thing? Well, you know, my why is just, because I enjoy working with, with kids, you know, and, and you get to do it through coaching basketball and basketball is always my favorite sport. It's my passion. And so, you know, you get an opportunity to impact people, young people, you know, that's, that's my why. I mean, I think most, most people that get into coaching, you know, that's, that's their why, but whether or not they can sustain it, you know, is, is, you know, can, can be challenging, especially when you have a family and, and so, you know, that, that's why I coach. And, you know, like you said, I've, I've coached at NAI. I've coached junior college. I've been on a bus driving the, driving the bus, getting home at 2 or 3 in the morning. So, you know, I think I've got a good background and, and uh, a way to, you know, just stay grounded a little bit through the whole thing. Because obviously being at the University of Colorado, it's a special place. Yep. You know, you're, you're at a high level. You, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome and cool in, in a lot of ways. Um, it's stressful, as you know, but um, you know that's why I do it. I love to see the guys get better every day, and this team is, you know, so much fun because they're a young group, and you see these young guys out there, and the, and they start, you know, um, having better habits, 
you know, as the year goes on where, you know, they, they understand why they're doing some things and young teams are, are fun to coach sometimes in that regard, because you see growth. Um, I wish we had a few more older guys because, you know, college basketball, you, you got to be a little older these days, but uh, you know, um, Evan Batty's our old guy and, and uh, he, he's probably enough with, with this young group. No doubt. No doubt. Well said. Uh, so Colorado basketball, there's a, for my trip there, there's a really cool new uh, kind of background wallpaper in one of the lobbies, right? And it has yeah. uh, naturally some of the coaches, uh, head coach at uh, Portland, Chauncey Billups, head coach in Orlando. I'm drawing a blanket coach's name. Jamal Mosley. Yeah. Jamal Mosley. Uh, so you have two former players that are NBA head coaches now, but you also have a wall full of NBA players. Um, including, uh, there's so many of them. I, I can't, I don't even know if I can even bring them to mind, but I'll pass it to you and just talk a little bit about that wall, what that means. And a lot of those stories from what I remember, my, my takeaway from Colorado program is like, they're not the guys, you know, that people were celebrating coming in saying, Oh, that guy's going to be an NBA. Right. Oh, that guy's going to be an NBA. And, and naturally, the players have to do the work, so I don't want to take that away from them. But there is something consistent, just like that winning, that is allowing that process to happen. Can you talk a little bit about and share on that? Yeah, that that uh, we do have our NBA wall. It's, it's in our office, and you know, the the one of the main things that Coach Boyle wanted to do from day one when he got here was was celebrate the former players. It didn't matter whether they were an NBA player. Right. or whether they were a walk-on player. He's always made it a priority to celebrate any former player and bring them back. And we've had, we've had different reunions for each year um, celebrating the, the former coach and, and bringing guys back just so former players could connect with each other again and be around our guys. And Coach talks about, you know, uh, who we play for every day, you know, all the former players. Right. that ever played here and it's just nice to get former players back for and, sure you know for them to see all the new stuff that our guys have now that they didn't have <laughs> you know, is good for for our players to to learn from them and listen to them and some of their stories so you know i think it's one of the things that coach has done a, a, a fantastic job of is to bring all former players back but we do celebrate the, the NBA guys on that wall, and, and it's a special group. We've had, I think, seven of them now in, in our 12 years that have, have gotten drafted. Mm. And, you know, you alluded to a little bit of Not a lot of those guys, actually none of them were, were McDonald's All-Americans, or I don't even think any of them were top 50 players, to be honest with wow. you. They were just guys, like you said, you know, they they put in the work. Yep. And, you know. It did, it did, it did a lot of this, Coach. This was a rolling up their sleeves they rolled up their sleeves and uh you know um, it's just really good to see a lot of their success you know this year at the nba trade that trade deadline you know spencer dinwiddie went from the wizards to the dallas. to dallas and and Derek white who, who's a big time colorado favorite because he's he's a local kid went from the spurs to to the celtics and, yeah. and so Great to change that wall a few times. I know, I know you uniforms. <laughs> New uniform, but they're both both great trades for both individuals and teams because we know Dallas needed more help. 
is another ball handler and another playmaker, and they got one, and he's played some terrific basketball yeah. since he's been there. Uh, so I think that was a great move uh, at the right time, too. I think, you know, just being a winner, being able to be kind of back in that space. Um, and then, yeah, White was a mud. I mean, they've played terrific since they've gotten him and have a chance in the East to kind of keep trending up. So cool to see both those guys um, and their stories. And Derek White's story is cool because he wasn't even – he played Division II first before yes, he, he got to Colorado. Yeah, Derek was a senior in high school. We had a really good recruiting class. We had three Colorado kids we signed in his class. Mm. Um, Josh Scott, Wesley Gordon, and Xavier Talton all in that same senior class in, in Colorado. And, you know, Derek was like maybe six foot, 150 pounds in, in the Colorado All-Star game that year right. with the same really high hair, you know. And, <laughs> and he, he could play a little bit, but, you know, you, you had no idea what it was going to evolve into. And, right. And uh, it helps when you grow four or five inches, you know, when you get to college. I, didn't happen for me, but uh, <laughs> it didn't that, that helps. And so – it was cool to see and uh, talk about a kid that, that uh, worked really hard, you know, to even, even though he grew, he worked really hard to, oh, to get where he was and took a year, you know, here to redshirt and, and was amazing that year. We, we knew, we knew how good he was to begin with, you know, after his third year at UCCS. And then, you know, that year he redshirted, it was just like, oh my, he's, he's really a special player. Yep. So let's talk about this year's team real quick. Uh, very cool to kind of see how it progressed, right? But to be really kind of per Ken Palm, top 50 in defense and then top 105 in offense, have a balance that's probably people thought it was going to be one-sided, like oh, they're going to have to grind out games in their own defense. But uh, your offense has been able to find its way as you have younger players that continue to develop, like you said. So uh, I guess what's the part about this team that you enjoy and that you're looking forward to seeing how continue to respond in March? Yeah, well, you know, the thing I enjoy the most about this team is is you know, they just got great spirit about them. You know, we had a tough stretch. You know, I think we lost three in a row, um, and uh, you know, I had some guys get hurt, and it was just a tough stretch. And you know, the resiliency of them and and uh, you know, their ability to try to stay positive and, and keep lifting their teammates a little bit, you know, during a tough stretch, you know, where, where, you know, you got to challenge them a little bit. And so, you know, they're, they're, they're fun to coach in that regard because they just soak it all up and, you know, they, they want you to coach them. And so that, that's what has made this team, you know, very fun. And we've had some guys just keep, keep getting better as the year goes on. And, you know, Jabari's, you know, been pretty consistent all year long. And believe it or not, Evan Batty is, you know, he leads the Pac-12 in three-point shooting. Mm. Um, nobody would, would ever guess that. Right. Uh, but um, just a tribute to how hard he's worked because it's just something that's evolved through his career. You know, he was – I saw a cool thing on that, Coach, if you don't mind me jumping in. Yeah. I think it, yeah. Was, I think it was one of your support staff uh, shared it with me. But he was – I was talking about Evan with him, uh, text exchange. <laughs> And he shared with me one of your managers that is like kind of Evan's go-to guy that he attributed on senior night, I believe, even just like him put the time in for him to work on his shooting. 
because that's a new part of his game that he's added uh, to be even more efficient. I didn't know he was leading the Pac-12 in three-point percentage, but yeah, that's, that's even more. So shout out to the behind the scenes, to the to the manager that he spoke about. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that kid's a special kid. And, you know, managers are a big part of, of every program, you know. Okay. And Evan does have one, you know, that he kind of just – he makes him come with him all the time. Yeah. Um, maybe he's the best passer or, or he knows his routine, but Evan is, you know, he's just, he's done it through an unbelievable routine, you know, whether it be before practice, after practice on shoot around on game day, you know, we'll have a group down on one end, you know, playing a shooting game, having some fun. And then Evan will be on the other end and he's all business, you know, going through his, his pregame rituals. So, you know, um, been cool to see that that element of his game has helped our offense significantly because he's going to draw the other team's center you know i mean because he's 265 pounds yep and when your center has to come away from the basket and guard that you know it just opens things up for jabari you know who's who's a fantastic player you know anywhere on the court but he's he's pretty darn good 15 feet and in and he's a tough matchup and so it, it allows him to have some space in there because Evan's such a good shooter and it takes shot blockers away from the rim. So that's helped our offense a lot other than other guys just kind of, you know, figuring out what their role is, you know, yeah. young guys sometimes need to figure out, okay, what, what am I good at? What can I help the team with? And what do I need to stay away from? Uh, we're still trying to stay away from the, right. the turnover bug as much as we can, but um, <laughs> and, uh, coach Bulls teams are always going to guard, you know, if, if you don't guard, it's going to be hard for you to get on the court, but, um, when we're clicking a little bit on offense and, and we cover, you know, got a chance to beat anybody. No doubt. No doubt. All right. We always end coach with a funny or good story. We had to change it because funny was hard because had to be air appropriate. So it can be a good story, but just a good story or a funny story about either this team, your career, life as a dad, uh, anything that, that may just be a good, a good one to end on. Hmm. Uh, well, I, you know, the, in today's world, you know, this, this may be funny, you know, about me, you know, bring my family into it a little bit too, but, um, nowadays in the locker room, you know, there's cameras everywhere, right? There's cameras right. in the warmups, there's cameras on the bus, there's cameras <laughs> when you're eating, you know, there's just a camera everywhere. You don't know who's got the camera, but you there's don't. a camera. You don't know where it's going. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I probably celebrated a little too much after one of the games on the road not too long ago. And okay, okay. The camera might have caught me dancing, which is not good. <laughs> and so, you know, I try to avoid that now, but I got on camera a little bit with that, celebrating with the guys. And I don't think it made my girls real happy because they're like, you know, Dad, you cannot <laughs> – you can celebrate, but you cannot do some of that stuff dancing wise. So I don't know if that's funny. You know, I mean, it's was, was, it a, to me, was it a particular move that you did, or just it's just? Nah, I was just, I was just in his own mosh pitting it with the guys. You know, yeah. I was probably trying to do something, but I try to stay away from that stuff anymore. That's a good. That's a good thing. So your girls saw the footage, and they were like, "Dad, you're embarrassed." Yeah. What? They're always they're always looking at all that Twitter and Instagram, and as you know, and <laughs> they'll call me out. So I try to refrain from it, but you know, when you're celebrating, sometimes like, uh, you got you got to let it out. Who cares? When you win, 
you gotta let that out because you know how hard it is. Oh yeah, to get those wins. Most people see it and they're like, "Why is he dancing so hard?" Yeah. It's like if you knew how hard it was to get this win, yeah. you'd be dancing probably even harder than I am. So, uh, no, we appreciate the time, Coach. This was awesome. Uh, so much respect. You've always been great to me in my time in in, uh, in college basketball, and even now that I'm a fellow Colorado, how do you say this? Coloradoan? Is that how you say it? Yeah, I get that wrong sometimes, so I'm going to refrain from it. <laughs> but I claim it. I claim I it. I won't even call you out. But, yes, now that I'm a fellow Colorado native, uh, yes, you've been also awesome to me. So best of luck in the Thank tournament. You. Best of luck this offseason. And uh, looking forward to seeing this program continue to stay consistent and still keep climbing, man. We got more but to yeah, do. Any, any, any last words you have before you go? And we'll let you get ready. No, I just appreciate you having me on. Glad you're in Colorado and, uh, you know, just take care of that family, man. Yep. Will do coach. Well, thanks so much. All right. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the all access network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark and create your legacy.